Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources, Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, it is primary election day in a number of other states across the country today. Uh, five in particular, Idaho, Kentucky, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Oregon are all having their primary elections today. Utah, of course, will be coming up on the 28th of June. Uh, and so many of you ask, well, why do we have to worry about all of these other states and what's going on in their primaries? And uh, I think it's important from the standpoint of one, uh, obviously, the division in government, especially in the federal government, is uh, razor thin, both in the House and in the Senate. In particular, the Senate is a 50-50 split. So every seat that is up, uh, who that candidate is and how that's going to play out for the fall actually matters. It also tells us a lot about the current makeup of what voters are doing, what they're listening to, what they're ignoring or rejecting, what campaigns think is effective or ineffective in terms of their messaging. And some of that's kind of surprising to me uh, in terms of where people are going, in terms of the style of message, the approach. And so we're going to take a a look at a couple. Obviously, uh, all eyes are on Pennsylvania today. Uh, You have a primary for the Senate seat. Now, that Senate seat is currently held by Pat Toomey, Republican, uh, who is retired. Uh, at a young age, uh, when I was in Washington, uh, Pat Toomey was uh, one of my favorite just because he was so even keeled, so focused on policy, uh, so focused on the finances of the country in particular. Uh, he's a, a senator that I have great respect for. So he is stepping down. So uh, that is an important one for the Republicans if they desire to uh, take control back of this. And they've got to hold that seat. And Democrats, meanwhile, are saying, hey, this is one we could actually pick up. And why is it that Democrats think they have a chance in Pennsylvania this time around? Obviously, Pennsylvania tends to be a swing state, uh, although uh, Pat Toomey had a a good hold on that seat. Uh, But part of it is the dynamics of these primaries. And so I want to go through the the three major candidates that are all running at about 20 to 22 percent. Uh, in the latest polling there in Pennsylvania. So no one's really dominating this race. It's really a toss-up coming down the home stretch. You have, of course, Dr. Mehmet Oz, uh, who many people know from his TV program. You have uh, Kathy Barnett, uh, who's also running as a Republican. And uh, she's been kind of surging the last few days. And uh, she's been hitting the, the populist tones for sure. John McCormick, uh, who worked for years in the State Department and uh, was also uh, in the C-suite there, a major investment consulting company. I want to start with those three because uh, they're running head to head. One thing to keep in mind with Pennsylvania, uh, if none of these candidates get to 30 percent, then they will have a runoff with the top two. Uh, and I actually 
agree with that completely. If you can't get to at least 30% of the vote, I don't know that you're really the chosen candidate of your voters. And so I do think that's important. But it's going to be very, very close. So let's go to the messaging from these three because it's all very interesting. So let's start with TV star Dr. Mehmet Oz. Uh, he has earned uh, former President Donald Trump's endorsement in the Senate race there in Pennsylvania. And he was speaking to a reporter uh, as he went to vote today. Here's what he said. President Trump endorsed me for two big reasons. One, I will win the general. But the second reality is he said I was, that I was smart, I was tough, and I'll never let you down. you got to be tough enough in the face of withering blasts from the left in particular to stand your ground. And I've always done that. My whole career is about fighting for Americans who have struggled with insider establishment folks who need to be put back uh, a little bit so you have a little space to be free. Uh, so that's uh, Dr. Emmett Oz. Uh, again, his message, one, I was endorsed. <laughs> by the former president. He's made a big deal about that. He also hinted at this idea of electability in the general election, also an important thing. And it's one area where uh, one of his opponents, Kathy Barnett, has been struggling. Uh, people have said she's not tested. There are some questions about some of her resume components. Uh, she weighed in uh, with a very populist message and an attack on the other opponent in this race, John McCormick. We should have also learned what kind of leadership we really need at this moment. Uh, we lived through two years that felt like literal hell jumped out on top of us with Democrats putting their foot on our throats, putting their foot on our businesses, their foot on our economy, their foot on our children. We should have learned a very valuable lesson of what kind of leader we need at this moment. We need people who are going to be fighters. We don't need people who are globalists in the way that they have lived their lives and ran their business. So uh, that leaves us with John McCormick. Again, he worked in the State Department, the major investment uh, consulting company. And he actually, while not getting the endorsement from former President Trump, uh, drew some comparisons uh, between himself and the former president in that same debate in Pennsylvania. I've run two businesses, wildly successful businesses. I'm not going to apologize for my success. I have done business around the world. It makes me uniquely capable of understanding the global world that we work, that we live in. I've served in the military. I've served in combat. So I know how to deal with the challenges we face. All right. And just like President Trump, that experience is going to make you. me a better senator. All right, so all three of them are, are striking a little bit of a populist message there. Uh, some echoes clearly from the former president. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Republican voters in Pennsylvania determine that. Now, here, here's another interesting twist. Uh, not to be outdone, uh, the Democratic Pennsylvania Senate candidate, uh, John Fetterman, uh, who's also the state's lieutenant governor, uh, he's actually been very populist uh, in terms of his positions. He's been the front runner in the Democratic race. And he's even found, sounded, uh, even as a Democrat, a little bit like the former president. Listen to this recent campaign ad. There's a lot of great towns in Pennsylvania that feel like their community's best days were a generation ago. No one deserves to be abandoned. All these communities deserve to be helped. He runs for lieutenant governor, reformed the office, got rid of the LG's mansion, saved taxpayers' dollars. He's a different kind of character, I'll tell you. A Democrat with backbone does the right thing no matter what. Never taking a single person for granted. Never taking a single place for granted. 
Again, very populist message uh, coming out from John Fetterman. He's the Democrat uh, in a primary race there in Pennsylvania. So we're going to keep our eye on all of those. But very interesting that uh, all of the candidates, both on the Republican side and the Democratic side, have gone after a very populist message. I'm looking out for you. Uh, I'm going to make sure that you are represented against uh, big bad Washington or big bad business, big bad government. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how all of that plays out. And uh, tomorrow we're going to break this down in an interesting way. Uh, we're actually going to look at this whole idea of endorsements. And is the day of endorsements dead? Uh, is it over? Do they really have much punch or staying power? Does anybody really go into the voting booth and say, well, I'm going to vote for this person because so-and-so endorsed them? Uh, just as a hint for tomorrow, uh, I do not believe that endorsements are any kind of silver bullet for anything. And often they can end up being a distraction. So we're going to watch all of those because they will impact balance of power in Washington, which will affect all of us right here in the state of Utah. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we have a very special guest whose voice I'm sure you will recognize as we talk about being financially prepared for an emergency. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.